Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. Markets suffered a broad reversal, with risk assets falling last week, driven by a higher interest rate outlook, weaker PMI surveys, and increased fears of recession. A speech by the Fed Chairman Powell confirmed that interest rates in the US will be higher by the end of the year. Powell considered a reasonable guess that the Fed's target rate will be increased by another 50 basis points in total, to 5 and 5 eighths percent midrange. But there were further signs of higher interest rates by other developed central banks. The Bank of England surprised last week with a larger-than-expected rate hike, lifting its base rate by 50 basis to 5%, the highest level since 2008, and maintained a hawkish stance. Markets are pricing in a 6% rate by year-end. A day before the announcement, inflation figures were released. Headline CPI printed at 8.7% year-on-year, same as the previous month, but the core CPI reading rose to 7.1%, the highest since 1992. The RPI, or Retail Price Index, a local inflation measure in the United Kingdom, was almost unchanged but still too high at 11.3%. Every update confirmed that price pressures do not ease, as the UK remains the advanced economy with the highest inflation rates. Norge's bank, the Central Bank of Norway, also surprised with a big hike of 50 basis points to 3 and 3 quarters percent, a 15-year record, and signaled it was not done with tightening. Core inflation rose by 6.7% on its last update, the highest on record. The Swiss National Bank hiked rates by 25 basis points as expected, to 1 and 3 quarters percent, and also indicated more rate increases in the near future. Headline inflation printed at 2.2% in May, low by international standards, but still above the SNB's 2% target. European preliminary PMI surveys for June were released on Friday and suggested a steep economic slowdown. Germany's manufacturing PMI came in at 41 points, well below the level of stable activity. France's manufacturing and services PMIs also printed lower, while UK's manufacturing survey came in at 46.2, below the previous month. In the US, the survey also fell to 46.3. In Japan, where the equity market is rallying strongly and the yen is plunging, core X inflation, that is the inflation measure that excludes fresh food and energy items but includes alcoholic beverages, jumped to 4.3%, the highest in 42 years. How did equity markets react to all this? Every developed stock index fell last week. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq Composite both lost around 1.4%, following eight weeks of gains. The weakest sectors were real estate and energy, with index declines between 3.5% and 4%. The Nasdaq Composite is still 29% higher this year. Europe and emerging markets did much worse. 
the stock 600 lost 3%, and the MSCI index in emerging markets fell 3.7%, mostly on sharp losses in China and Hong Kong. A notable loser in European markets was Siemens Energy, the German-Spanish renewable energy equipment manufacturer. Shares plunged 36% to a total market value of 10 billion euros. Siemens Gamesa, the Spanish subsidiary and the leading maker of wind turbines, announced it could take years and cost more than 1 billion to fix technical problems in a large number of products sold. The company scrapped this year's profit outlook. Siemens Energy is a spin-off from Siemens, the German conglomerate, and was listed in October 2020. Cryptocurrency markets deserve a bigger mention this week as prices rallied after BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, submitted an application for a spot Bitcoin ETF. This retail product would be different from the existing vehicles, in that the underlying is Bitcoin itself, as opposed to futures contracts. BlackRock partnered with Coinbase for the custody of the coins, and with Bank of New York Mellon for the handling of cash. Previous attempts by smaller asset managers for a spot Bitcoin ETF were rejected by the SEC. Bitcoin gained 16% in the last seven days, to $30,700, the highest in one year. Ethereum is trading 10% higher at $1,910. The sector's total market value gained 12% last week to almost $1.2 trillion. Bitcoin is already 86% higher this year. Another notable mover was Bitcoin Cash, symbol BCH, which is a 2017 hard fork from Bitcoin. BCH jumped 85% to $201 for a total market cap of $3.9 billion. The trigger was the announcement by the new crypto exchange EDX Markets to include Bitcoin Cash among the few coins traded. A few bullet points to finish the episode. Commodities fell sharply, with the softs complex and industrial and precious metals leading the decline. Coffee lost 9% on better weather conditions in Brazil and lower inventories. The notable mover in precious metal was palladium, the auto-catalyst metal used to neutralize harmful car emissions, which also lost 9% last week on reports that electric vehicles sales will reach a record this year. Crude oil ended 3.5% lower, Brent at $73.80, and WTI below 70 bucks. Wheat futures were the notable gainers with a 6.6% jump, as persistent dry conditions in almost every crop region is expected to impact supply. July contracts settled at $733 per bushel, or $270 per tonne. Interest rates markets traded mixed, and were little changed. The German and Swiss sovereign yield curve shifted lower. The 10-year Bund yield closed at 236%, and the US bond yield at 374%. The 10-2-year US Treasury spread is at a multi-decade low of minus 101 basis points. That's all for this week. Please subscribe to the channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription service. Have a good week.